When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to the Monday Morning Recap, everyone. Today's show is brought to you by MyBookie.com. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS will double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Week one of the NFL is in the books. Man, there was some crazy fucking games yesterday. I mean, absolutely crazy. Can we start off with uh, Baker Mayfield? Because you know I hate him. Baker Mayfield is the fucking savior (laughs) for the Carolina Panthers. What a fucking bum. God, I'm tired of this shit. Can he go away too now? He had 27 yards in the first half. Like if the NFL didn't have Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers right now, it would be infinitely better. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't miss either of them, to be honest with you. Led the comeback. Defense let him down. <laughs> he did. He did. I'm ever the optimist. This, well, this cunt right here. So I'll back him up on this one because Browns fans always bitch. They never get the calls. They never get the calls. They never get the calls. They got the call yesterday. That roughing the passer uh, with, with 45 seconds left wasn't a roughing the passer. It moved him 15 yards closer. And then it allowed homeboy, the rookie kicker, to kick a 58-yarder at the buzzer to win the game. I believe it was the first time the Cleveland Brown Twitter account could tweet 1-0. Yep. Because Twitter was around in 2006, and that was the last time I think... They won an opener. They won an opener. Yeah. yeah. There was Browns fans on my feed, because I went to Ohio State, obviously, crying inside of bars, uh, out in their garages with their fathers. I mean, <clears throat> bro, let's, let's get over it. It's got to suck for, for Baker, especially, right? Yeah. I, felt, I, I genuinely felt, felt bad for him. Because it's like, uh, all we really had to do was get rid of you. It didn't matter who else we put in that right. position. I, we're starting to see that he might have sold his soul to win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> what do you mean starting to see? You might be starting to see. <laughs> the rest of us have we, not. I, I, I've always hated Baker. Like, actually, so. I actually don't think he's that bad. I just think physically he doesn't have the tools no, to get. No, he's a walk-on. Yeah. yeah. He was he's, a, he's an NFL walk-on. Well, yeah. well no, he, because he was a walk-on at OU because of a weird scholarship situation. Wasn't he scholarship yeah, but, at Tech? No, he was he, a walk-on at Tech. He was a walk-on at Tech. He's, yeah. a, he's a walk-on in life. Yep. You know yeah, I mean? so you should it be it should be admirable. I'm just trying, like he's getting the most out of yeah, his yeah. talent. It's he's, like me going out there playing in the fucking NFL. Yeah, I, I, a, I felt <coughs> bad for him yesterday because that was his one time to shine, and he had it well, right there. I actually and then they fucked him. I actually felt bad for both the 49ers and the Bears yesterday. I've never seen a game continue like the entire fourth quarter was torrential downpour. Yeah, at one point they had to come in and squeegee the goddamn field. <laughs> That's man. the fucking worst. Not I mean, even there was real, a penalty that cost them not some even points. Real grass. No, there was a penalty that cost points where the kicker or the the uh, holder tried to towel off the area a little bit. Yeah, right. And they gave him a penalty for it. I didn't know that was even a fucking rule. Me neither. But that was the worst thing I've ever seen. And then you add to that Trey Lance, 
and Justin Fields who can't complete a pass to save their fucking lives in the first Not place. Not a good day for my Super Bowl Holy picks, shit, huh? Holy shit, dude. I mean, it's Jeez, like dude. you take the two least accurate quarterbacks in the entire NFL and just dump 10 million gallons of rain on them. <laughs> like, oh, this should be fun. No, it was terrible. And I still watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah, well, you had to here because that was it was one of two games. It was either that or the, uh, the Houston Colts. game, yeah, which was that's even the one worse. I watched. That was even worse. Go back and forth. Was it could have been a good game if uh, the Colts, you know, tried at all to Dude, play football until well, like the fourth quarter. Fuck. I think yeah. there were two consecutive red zone possessions or first and goals where yeah. uh, Taylor didn't touch the against ball against the te- and look nobody. Even after this thing with the Colts, still nobody thinks the Texans are any good. Their defense sucks and their offense sucks. Yeah, it's all terrible. And the AFC South, because I said when we did the the prediction show, you could throw that whole fucking division into the ocean and it doesn't matter. They had zero wins and two teams Mm -hmm. actually played each other. other. Mm -hmm. So fucking bad. Also... uh, what just, was it? Rodrigo, the Rodrigo blanket ship. Holy shit, man! <laughs> Two balls out of bounds, like on major that, kickoffs. This was a, that and was then the he type missed of, a forty-two yarder to win in overtime. That was yeah. a college kicker game. The Chiefs had a better <laughs> kicking game that day, and their kicker died. died. He died. Reed, yeah. Reed took over. Right? Yeah. yeah, Harrison Butker died yesterday. Fucking insane. Um, that was insane. And it, also, I think what Ryan had like two fumbles or some shit, like, like on the snap. He looked a thousand years old. Yeah. But I, that's the first time I think, and somebody might be able to fact check this, that he played in that stadium since the 28-3 Super Bowl mm. maybe. Uh, against Houston. So maybe... They must have shot him up with something in the fourth quarter because he came alive. Kind tied of. Tied it up. Kind of. Or maybe he yeah. just like looked at the scoreboard like, well, we can't let this happen. Yeah. Watching him realize that they were going to tie that game with like 13 seconds left in overtime was hilarious. <laughs> the camera didn't go off of him. And he was just like... Like you could just feel like all the pride. You could see all the pride. Well, you know what he's body. thinking. He's like, and it's going to be week sixteen or seventeen, and this is going to fuck us big time. Yeah, like this tie yeah. instead of a win is going to really or fuck us. Puts them over the edge. <laughs> Maybe. Does the Maybe. Colts' last two games have been a tie to the Texans <clears throat> and a loss to the Jags? Oh, God. Like just brutally dog shit. Gross. Shouts to Frank Reich. Uh, well, look, we got to go back to last week, too. Bills versus Rams. I haven't seen this. That's the best game that Josh Allen's ever played in his life. And he look, did it against a very good defense, too. Although I thought the Rams defense looked like shit all day. No, I mean, he's played uh, all the last like three years. Josh shit. Allen has been a superstar. He's, he's, a he, he's he, been he, up he, against Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady. That's the only people he's and lost to. And he took to. the lead against Mahomes. Yes. With, and he, he wasn't Allen's fault. Yeah. It was not Allen's fault. I don't know why you hate Josh Allen. I don't hate him. Everyone like, I, loves Josh Allen. I, w- I want him to be good because I really enjoy whenever the Bills as a franchise do well, that I think it's be- better for the NFL in general because they have great fans. They yes. have some of the best fans that exist, and they're the, crazy as shit, too. They're, they're like not the, just best, like, super supportive. They're also lunatics, yeah. which I support. We've been begging the Bills to be good for years now. That's the, And that's, like, the main knock on the NFL is that the fan bases are all, like, such dog shit. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. Like, college football has fun fan bases. But the Bills yeah. are fun fans. Yes, they yeah, are. They yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. they might be, in the NFL, they might be the only group of just... In, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs have a great fan the, base. Chiefs uh, yeah, have a great I, fan I base too. Yeah. and that's why too. it's fun when the Chiefs are good. Yeah. Terrible barbecue, though. Oh, my oh God. God, I agree. No, it's no. wrong. It's substandard. What do you mean it's wrong? The burn ends there at Joe's are one of my favorite. Burn ends are you. You've made a mistake. 
And then you had to slather it in fucking in sauce, sauce to make up for your mistakes. Sure don't. First off, so, uh, I, you guys have gone fucking native with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Barbecue don't need no sauce here in Texas. I'm from, like, the, I'm from the Carolinas where they have primarily mustard-based sauce on everything. Vinegar. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm, not I'm an objective of opinion. I'm not from here, so I don't have to ride for it. Sure but don't. I do. But I do. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, but yeah, with that game, look, I... I'd said the Bills uh, in the Super Bowl, they lived up to the hype. They certainly look great. Well, let's slow down. It's week one. It is, right? but they were playing the Rams, mm. and the Rams looked fucking awful, dude. They, speaking, you were, you speak- were definitely right in your prediction. No, not one starter from the Rams played in the preseason, yeah. and they looked like it. They yeah. looked yeah. like shit. Like, you got to do something. Speaking of dog shit fan bases, by the way, there's two NFL teams that straight up don't have fans, the and Rams they both play in Los Angeles. The Rams, yeah. The Rams... That wasn't a home game. No, no, the they Bills never fans outnumbered them. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> pathetic. Uh, they kind of like bounce back and forth. Depends. That's still pathetic no, on its own. I'm saying the Rams, Chargers fans. It's like who's going to be better this year, and then they'll support that. Oh, team. oh, yeah, Chargers, yeah, yeah. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers, Chargers will be did you this year. did you watch this game? I did. So here's my take. I thought, well, one, the Rams got a, a at least one break in the first half, and that was that fucking interception. Although it was a great defensive play, and that's what the Rams do. Mm-hmm. So. It's 10-10 at halftime. The Rams had, for the first half, been daring Allen to run, right? They were giving him the short passes because they were spying. They, they had a spy the whole time. And then they maintained that same strategy into the second half. Fine, it's working. But then he switches it up and starts. He, he has a, cute, a few critical runs for first downs. They don't change anything. They just keep doing that shit and letting him have both now, right? Like, you're not, it doesn't, you can't spy on that dude. He's bigger than your fucking safety. Yeah. He'll knock his ass out or he'll juke your fucking, if it's your outside linebacker that, or your inside linebacker, and he's going through the middle, he's faster than that guy. So what, what's your fucking, the, the whole defensive game plan in the second half for the Rams looked like shit. Well, they didn't score any points. The no. Bills have a, a very good defense. If I'm being critical of the Bills, what I still think they're missing, and this is what I said uh, in the preseason show, is a running back. You can't have your quarterback be the leading rusher on your team over and over and over again for a guy that throws like he does you're eventually going to get hurt he Maybe. led with 10 carries 56 yards in this game that's probably not going to get it done for three or four consecutive playoff games you need a running back uh it's devin singletary now I, I, hopefully they try trade for somebody else you like, need you need the running back to be able to keep the clock going when you're on offense yeah when, when you're up by two scores and you're the second round of the playoffs and you don't want to expose that guy to possible injury you want some fucking bruiser to be able to actually gain yardage four and right. a half yards per carry otherwise your defense is on the field a lot mm-hmm. and eventually they're going to get exposed that's what happened to the rams their defense was constantly on the field yeah because yeah. i believe their leading rusher was eckler for like what 30 something yards or some shit 40, yeah, or no, not, Henderson, I mean, yeah, Henderson. for 47 yards. That's not going to cut it either. No, Against a team like the Bills, like their they're Achilles heel for the last couple of years has been bad run defense. And they just got fucking, they had seven dudes in the box the whole goddamn brought time. Brought in Von Miller, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that, that's a big part of it. Yeah, but they were running seven dudes, uh, or they were running a nickel, rather, not seven dudes in the box. They were running a nickel for the entire game. They never fucking stacked the box, and they still held them to less than 50 yards rushing. And if you're the Rams... You've got to find another receiver other than Cooper Cup. Um, I don't know what OBJ was doing on the sidelines in Rams gear. Was he just getting the ring that night? Yeah. Um, uh, or was he lobbying to come back to the team? But they clearly need a, another wide receiver. You can't – I mean, Cooper Cup had 13 catches 
for 128 yards. You knew the ball was going every single time. Yeah, I don't understand why Allen Robinson wasn't a bigger part of that. Maybe they just I don't either. Maybe they're not on the same page route wise yet. But that dude is a legit wide receiver too in the NFL. I have him like in fantasy. Of, he had one fucking catch. None of these other guys on this roster right now are wide receiver twos. They're like slot or worse. Right. right? He's a legit wide receiver too, and he got one, two targets and one reception in the entire game. Yeah. Uh, even, even when they're down late in the game, he's still not getting, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, either way, the Bills are fun to watch. Uh, this, this should be a, another great season for these guys, and, mm. uh, and maybe this is the year they do it. Who knows? Oh, I they fucking, are favored to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that, oh, never, are they really? that yeah. never works out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, Saints-Falcons. Everybody's asking me to go off on the Falcons. I won't. I gave up on this team years ago. You should, too. If you're an Atlanta fan, burn all your gear. Take everything you own out of your drawers, light it on fire. They're not getting any better. When the, when the Falcons were up by 20 in this game, and I, I was about to take my kids to Dave and Buster's, I, there wasn't a, one single fucking thought in my mind that was like, ah, we're going to win this game. When I walked through the goddamn door of D&Bs, which is a classic, by the way, and I did get that flask uh, from there, I saw the field goal, the game-winning field goal, sail through the air right as I walked in the mm-hmm. doors, and I looked at my wife, and I go, I told you this would happen, and I moved on with my life. I didn't think about it one more second. Right. Now, you were basically like Randy Quaid uh, two-thirds of the way through the first Major League movie, where he's like, oh, they'll figure out a way to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it's not the Falcons, you thought. You, you saw the future MVP of the league, Jameis Winston. God, on the it was side awful. Of the, it was great. 57 yards in the first half for Jameis Winston. Turned it around. In, in the fourth started. quarter, uh, he was able to turn it around. Uh, if you're the Falcons, this isn't, or the fans, you're not getting any better this whole season. Uh, you can write this off. I it thought, was nice to see Michael Thomas back for the Saints. Yeah, so. I think the Saints are just fine, by the way. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and speaking of just fine, the court, somebody needs to steal Cordell Patterson from the Falcons. He is completely wasted there. Yeah. But he's like, he's just as good as Debo Samuel. And if you don't believe me, look at his fucking numbers. The 22 last three carries. Years. Look, last, last game, 22 carries, yeah. 120 yards. On the ground, just the ground alone, yep. and he's not a fucking running back. No, he's a wide receiver. He only he only caught three passes for sixteen yards. But then, if you want to understand why, just look a little farther north. Up, oh, Marcus Mariota's the quarterback. Yeah, and he sucks. Terrible. You put this guy on the fucking Rams, and he's he solves all their problems <laughs> just like that. Like no kidding. Maybe they trade for him. Who they, knows? They fucking should. Uh, next up, we got the 49ers and Bears. Look, I, like Dan said, this was a monsoon. I've never liked Trey Lance. I've never understood the hype of Trey Lance. I didn't draft him in any fantasy leagues, nothing like that. No Kittle. Uh, no Kittle, but does it matter? Like, is he going to be good enough, or is this game... Be. I mean, that's your biggest like weapon other than But Samuel. he only played eight games in college at North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. I that's thought, tough to judge. I actually thought Trey Lance played a pretty good game. Like, he, there was one interception, uh, but he was making... One of, one of the problems that he's had in particular in but it was in college too but you know in their training camps and stuff something he's been criticized for is what all fast quarterbacks is criticized for like understanding that even though the pocket's breaking down it's still safe for now and you don't just have to run you can still make that pass and he was staying in and making some good passes or at least making good uh, decisions on his uh read progressions uh, you can't help it that it's fucking torrential downpour. Right. So you got to trust the system. Who cares about the quarterback? It's Shanny. <clears throat> Shanny through and through. I actually so, think I, what I'm saying is If you is need I, to throw Jimmy G in, throw Jimmy G in. What it doesn't I, matter. What I'm saying is I think Trey Lance will actually probably have a pretty good season this year. That's what I think. I don't. I'm going to say no on this one. Uh, same with Justin Fields. Um, I, no. I, don't, I just don't see it out of either of them, to be honest with you. Uh, next up is Steelers-Bengals. 
Look, this is uh, this is what we said. Not, we said not to bet this on the mm. show. This is exactly the. I mean, almost word for word, what we said was going to happen. Um, people were on top of Joe Burrow all morning long. Look, yeah. he just came off of an appendectomy. I, this is exactly what you'd expect. He shouldn't even played Week One. Mm. He did, and still kind of led them to come back in this game because they were Four down by a lot. Four interceptions he and a fumble. Yeah, he had like five turnovers himself. But he didn't look right. The receivers look great on that team. The running back is great. I think the Bengals will be fine. Is Joe Burrow starting to feel himself? No. No. He had a fucking appendectomy. No. Going to the Ohio State game. Should have been watching film. Yeah, this, whatever. He had 338 and two touchdowns. He's fine. The biggest news from this game is that TJ Watt might miss the the rest of the season. Yeah. He has a torn pack. Yeah. And then Najee Harris is hurt as well. Yeah. The Steelers are in trouble. Uh, Um, Mitch Trubisky. Go uh, ahead. I mean, that defense still with Micah. Maybe. The de- but the, you don't have you don't TJ Watt anymore. He's a stud, though. You like, don't have TJ Watt anymore. Blocks that extra point, forces the overtime. You yeah, don't but have I don't know, Watt. Losing, losing TJ Watt is... Had the pick six, too. That's, yeah. that's rough, man. That, yeah. that might be the biggest, other than maybe uh, uh, Aaron Donald or uh, what's-his-nuts from the Cowboys, the linebacker. Yeah. Uh, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Yeah. Like somebody that's super dynamic and a playmaker like that. This TJ Watt's a big one. I think it's honestly as time we start asking if the Watt brothers are soft and or cowards. <laughs> oh, because they keep getting they hurt. They keep getting hurt. Yeah. Well, we could probably arrange a meeting. Or yeah. perhaps <laughs> would there be any type of substance that would elevate your performance and then also cause you to be injury prone? What would that be? Creatine? Mm-hmm. No. Creatine? What would that be? What would that be? What do you think it is? What do you Why th- are the Watt brothers now getting injured? Yeah. After uh, starting to blow up after post-college. <laughs> hmm. They did what? get a lot bigger, didn't they? TJ wasn't on anybody's radar. And then he shows up in the NFL and just now, starts tearing people's faces off. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, next up is your Eagles, by the way. I thought uh, they looked great for most of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost identical to what you said at the end. We took this in a teaser. I, we won pretty much every fucking NFL bet for the weekend. Fuck you. I didn't. Oh, really? <laughs> no. No, no shit. Yeah. Who did you lose on? Everyone. The Niners. The I didn't touch. We didn't touch that game. I did. Oh, why? Fucking Colts. Why? I didn't take any of your shit. Why? Because I listened to myself and I dig Well, my, the Eagles, but so, so did uh, like this Eagles game. Did you bet on this? You called this word for word. I what was going to happen? I don't bet on the Eagles. All right. Because I teased it. You and I were talking about on the show. I go, great. Let's put them in a teaser. They're fine. No, I lost. It's a, still open tonight. lost a lot of money on uh, Mr. Ayahuasca. Uh, well, told you not to bet that game either. We said don't touch that. Yeah, but he was betting lives. I was doing, oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. It, gotcha. it was in the moment. When they were down <laughs> 20 to 7, I got Green Bay plus 14 and a half. I'm like, there's no way they're going to lose by less than or more than two touchdowns. And they did. Yeah. They did. Next up, uh, Craigers team. Craigers, you want to pop in behind Giorgio there real quick? Uh, we'll go ahead and give you the mic for Tua. Uh, I hate Tua. I've always hated Tua on the show. I, ha- I hate most Bama quarterbacks. Uh, but we'll give you some shine here. I thought he looked pretty goddamn good. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle together. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, anybody could be out there throwing to those two. Uh, how'd you feel about that game yesterday? Honestly, I was on a flight yesterday, so uh, didn't really get a chance to see it, but glad uh, Tyreek is still being Tyreek. Um, Tua, he can go suck my left nut. Okay. But, um, Fins up, baby. Fins up, dude. 20 to 7 yesterday. You look good. You look good. The one game you guys looked good and looked like an actual team that could do something, you were on a flight and you missed it. Well, I don't know about the the defense. It's because right. I didn't watch defense it. Okay. That's why they won. Okay. The, de- the defense did look good. I'm just saying I don't know if that's going to carry over through for the rest of the season, but I thought the offense clicked really well. 
I did too. I, like it looked good. And and you're if you're asking me, can uh, Tua hand the ball off and throw five to ten yard passes? The answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It provided he has a good pocket and he had a pretty good one yesterday. Right. He mm-hmm. wasn't running for his life like he was last year. And you got to trust the system. Who is that? Coach? The Shanahan <laughs> disciple. Right. Right. Who? What's his name? He's really fucking funny. He's like Miller or something? Mike Miller? Yeah. It's not Mike Miller. But he's really funny in all the pressers. Like, he'll talk about the new Nikes and shit, the new Yeezy drops, everything else. He's just some white guy. And uh, he's got glasses on, but he's, he's actually a really funny, so he has sarcastic the, dude. He has the internet. <laughs> and, he, and he says memes. Mike McDaniel. There you go. Yeah. That's there a, you go. Boom. That's a pretty white-sounding name. But, uh, but him going forward on, on fourth and seven right before halftime was a big deal because that would have put the Patriots on the 50. It was, uh, I believe, 10-0 at the time, and that put them up 17-0. That was a fucking ballsy call, especially for Tua. Well, we're, they're going at Baltimore next week. Yeah. So and this, I will be at that game. Were you really? This, yes. this one's okay, going to cool. be a little bit different, I think. Yeah, I do too. And I think the outcome will probably be a little bit different as well. I do too, but uh, as far as week ones go, that's positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots, Mac Jones looks like shit. <laughs> it's exactly like I said on the, the – preseason show mac Jones. who mac Jones. um i don't expect anything out of the patriots this year i would if i'm bill belichick i'd leave and just go they don't have an offensive coordinator no it's patricia right patricia who notably calls defense is now calling off strange isn't it not ideal no (laughs) strange uh ravens jets that turned out the way we thought it would Mm. um the rave the ravens to be honest uh you could tell you could tell who did and didn't play in the preseason. Mm-hmm. It took them a half to get adjusted, but even after they scored twice in the third quarter, they kind of just just they just went on to play in defense after that. They're like, "All right, this is it's the fucking Jets." Yeah, like I, let's not <laughs> calm down, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and they they covered exactly like we thought. Yeah. This game went uh, to plan. Jaguars, Commanders, we didn't touch. Uh, this game went the exact same way. The Jaguars ended up coming back, I guess, later on in this game. No, Commanders won though. They did, yeah. but uh, but still, they were down because of an fourteen ero- to three, and then they heroic, came back. Heroic performance by Carson Wentz. Heroic, four touchdowns, three hundred and thirteen yards. Yeah, shoving He's it back in his old coach's He's face. Back. He's sure back. is, sure is. He's back, dude. Sixty six percent completion percentage. That's about average. Two picks. Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, look, it's but the, it was the Jaguars. Jaguars who not only can't play defense, they also can't keep the ball on offense. Which means yeah. you get a lot of shots, so they'll be okay. Not terribly impressed with any of this so far. We'll see. Yeah, Giants Titans didn't touch that one. That was uh, awful. Homeboy went for two at the end, which was fun. Um, I, I love to see it because the, the Giants have nothing to play for. Meatball that coaches uh-huh. the Giants now. Yep, the yeah. Titans really missed their window. <laughs> they sure did. Didn't like, they? Did they ever so, have a window? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, they did. The two, last, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, I think they had a shot. If, if Ryan Tannehill's your quarterback, you don't have a window. Trent Dilfer's got a fucking title. Okay, the, this ain't two thousand anymore. Nope. you gotta you gotta air the ball out. <laughs> Ray Lewis ain't on the Titans. No, he's not. He's not on the Titans. Or, um, but this team, uh, look, it's probably a nine and eight team. Maybe they get in, maybe they don't. Nobody really cares about yeah, this team. Classic Titans. Uh, Malik Willis would be fun to watch, I guess. Uh, if you want to pop him in there later on in the season, instead of Tannenberg or ham or whatever <laughs> the fuck that guy's name is, uh, never cared to learn it because he's never been that great. Uh, Vikings Packers said not to touch this game for this exact reason. Now I watched every single fucking last second of people bitching about Aaron Rodgers. Wide receivers this morning. Mm. I want to say the opposite today. You took fifty million fucking dollars. Devontae Adams left. 
made Derek Carr look like a goddamn MVP last night. Well, they still lost. They still lost because they're the Raiders. The Raiders suck. They're a joke of a team, and you're a joke of a fan if you like them. But if you're Rodgers, what are you so pissed off for? You took all the money. You can't afford it in receivers. The the first possession of the game, he puts a ball right in the receiver's hands for an obvious touchdown, and he drops it. And, you know, the conspiratorial part of me believes that uh, after the first half performance from the, the Packers' offensive line, and wide receivers was fucking shit. They had a bunch of drops. Um, he was rushed way more than he should have been against a team like that. And <clears throat> my, the conspiratorial side of my brain thinks maybe he fucked around for the rest of the game just to teach him a lesson. That's what I think. Nah, I, I don't no. think that dude. No, I don't think dude, that dude skipping mini camp to do podcasts. Just you know, maybe try to get in well, that's sync with your receivers. He, he was doing podcasts up until. Like yesterday. He thinks him and all of his bullshit is, this is what I was bitching about over the summer when everybody's sucking Aaron Rodgers' dick. Oh, is he going to win an MVP again? Maybe. But he's still a cunt. He also won like an MVP this past year that was like very devoid of candidates. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he didn't win (laughs) like a heat. I mean, if the Colts make the playoffs, Jonathan Taylor probably should win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was like a really shallow fucking pool. It was him and Tom Brady, essentially. It came down to the two of them. People were just like, I guess it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, he, he has fully bought into his shit. Their defense didn't look all that great either. I mean, I know Minnesota only scored 23 points, but the Packers are supposed to be a top-five defense. It's what they've spent all their draft capital for the last like six years on. Right. And you, they couldn't even keep him in the game. Well, Jefferson had 157 yards receiving in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Dalvin the, Cook had 90 yards rushing. Kevin O'Connell, the new coach for the Vikings, seems to like know what he's doing. Yeah, offensively, because they were kind of comparing the <laughs> offense this year to what Zimmer did last year, and it was like night and day. They look pretty goddamn yeah. good, man. Like it was, it was fun to watch. I mean, if you're a Packers fan, sorry, he took all the money, and you can't afford good receivers. Get used to a lot of drops the rest of the fucking year. That's what's going to yeah. happen. Well, the you good can't news, take fifty million dollars like that. The good news is Jordan Love was four for five. Oh, did he come in and play at the end? Yeah, I turned it off. I maybe they should just do that. I know. I, I was hoping he, sh- he would backdoor. But they were not in like any type of urgency to get. <laughs> no, they seemed like they didn't even want to be there. No, Rogers didn't seem like he wanted to be there. It was strange. It was a strange. Even Packers side third line. and one, fourth and one at the end. There, they had like three minutes left in the game, down two scores. Don't run the ball. It was weird. They just threw two balls in the end zone that were incomplete. Yeah, eh, not not the best play calling either. No, not not at all. The floor. Uh, Chiefs Cardinals. Now I didn't bet on this one because I wasn't sure who the Chiefs were going to be this year. I was completely wrong with Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Turns out he doesn't need anyone and can just throw any receiver out there and yeah, throw. He's, he's Kyler Murray didn't do his homework. Thousand yards, well, yeah. and five touchdowns. Uh, you know what happened was um, he didn't have a crutch anymore and he actually had to go play. That's who Patrick Mahomes is. He's probably the best quarterback ever. Yes, right. I think so. Like talent wise, probably the best because the you you can like. Brady's the best franchise ever because the decisions he made led them to win fucking level six. With the best coach ever. Yeah. Yeah. And he evolved. Yeah. Yeah. And he he changed as the game changed and shit like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers as a thrower is probably the best. Great at reading the pocket. He stays in longer than anybody. uh, I don't know how many touchdowns he's thrown on the free play where there's an offside call and he's just like, all right, I got it. Keep running. Mm -hmm. But as far as an overall level of talent, the crazy shit that he can pull out of his ass all the time. It seems like Mahomes is probably the best, but you're only the best if you play like the best all the time. Yeah. Like Kobe Bryant didn't take any fucking games off, but no, I'm, Michael Jordan never phoned it in. 
And if he, I just want to see one season of him doing this every every game. game, just every fucking game, just to see what. All, and then after that, like what Tom, what, what Tom Brady did with fucking uh, uh, Moss in two thousand eight, even yeah. though they lost in the playoffs, go out there and do that. I just want to see how much stuff you can accomplish. I mean, look, he's already got like everyone's blowing Josh Allen all the time. Mahomes already has a ring and an MVP. Yeah. Like and he, he's thrown for over fifty fifth, touchdowns. This and, is his fifth year in the yeah. league. He already has both of those things. And he had five touchdowns yesterday. Yeah. Mahomes, I watched this game almost in its entirety. Yep. They fucking clowned the car. It was not as close as that score even said. Not you, think, you think at halftime Kyler was playing Xbox or Dude, I'm the, not sure though. My only thought though with watching that, um, because I, I watched most of this game as well, is is why you gave a guy who's five five, two hundred and forty five million dollars and said that he's a generational talent. We've said forever this guy's too fucking small to play. I don't think it's the it's small. It's not that. I think he it's is actually the, he actually it's the film thing. Like I really they think, literally wrote it in his contract because he's because he doesn't do it and it he fucking off. showed. Yeah. Like well, why he, do you give him two fifty for that? Like I, I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Two fifty is not that much, honestly. Yeah. And for a quarterback, and and <laughs> they're not going to find anyone better than him anytime soon. But that's so, your but that's your whole team for years and years to come. Same with fucking Dak Prescott. And we said the same thing four years ago when they signed him to that goddamn deal. He'll never win again either. Dak had a bad game. I, I don't want to be the guy that has to defend Dak here, but he's... He'll never win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Why? Because he's fucking awful. He's not that Did bad. you see his numbers before the injury? He was 14 for 29. Guys 14 have for 29. Games. Players fuck up. Has he ever won anything? Has he won a playoff game? He puts up numbers. It's, so does Russell should. Westbrook. Yeah, though. yeah, and he will also never win a title. Well, now because it's fucking, he's purely athleticism, and all of that is gone now. Yeah, Russell there's no Westbrook. like mental part of his game. He but does. that's what we're looking at with the with the both I, of these I guys. I kind of agree with that. They'll never win, and they'll never win. Uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, at least look. Uh, and for all of us, we them boys, we don't have to hear that anymore. The rest of the year, we're all done. He's we out six boys. to eight, six to eight weeks. Their backup quarterback. Is fucking horrific. I don't even know where that guy came from. Who is it? Why he's on the roster? Something. Card? Cooper. He's got he's got red hair. Is it card? I've never seen him no. in my entire life. And everybody was asking Cooper Rush, right? Yes, Cooper Rush. Rush. That's it. <clears throat> why didn't the Cowboys get a backup quarterback? Why didn't they spend any money in the free? Well, they season? did. They or had not in the Andy, or not? They had Andy Dalton. Yeah. last year they could have used Chase no, they Daniel. Got, they got some, they got some. There was a third quarterback. I like Hold Cooper on, Rush. Really Who was it? Um, I don't know. But where's Cooper Rush from? Uh, it was he was Cooper Rush, I believe. Was he James Madison? Central Michigan. Central Michigan. Okay. He's oh, a ginger boy. though. So so like, Cooper yeah. Rush. He's, he was on those Central Michigan teams that like fucking fling it right. That yeah. like just throw yeah. the ball constantly. Like you throw like sixty times a game. They had another kid from James Madison that I like too. Gross. All of it is gross. I the jam you dude was on. Was that the ODU? Guy on the commanders? Yeah, he's ODU. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Do they trade for a quarterback? Yes. Do, but do you think? Do you believe they will? Jimmy G or think, just beef? That's what I'm. That's what I, I think. I think it, well, here's here's the problem. Jimmy G's in in conference, so maybe they don't. Maybe San Francisco doesn't want to make that deal. I don't know. But but he's not in the division. The the other uh, allegedly available quarterback is Tyler Huntley from the Ravens, but they don't have a third-string quarterback right now either. Do you really think that Lamar Jackson's taking every single snap this year? No. Probably not, no. right? So the, the pool is pretty deep. It depends on what Jerry's willing to do and give up. Like, they're going to have to give up probably a first-round draft pick. Yep. There's a man out there that's get. available. Who's that? It's very close to my heart. Nick Foles. Kaepernick. Blake Bortles. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah. Nick Foles is the other potential, right? Isn't he in Seattle or some shit? Where the fuck is he's he? Or, certainly not in Seattle. Or, or, he'd be starting. Uh, he not, might not be Seattle, out of the league. Detroit, I mean. He might be out of the league. He's in Detroit, right? Oh, or if you're the Cowboys, you just tank it the rest of the year. Ezekiel Elliott looks like shit. Cut him. Uh, Dak Prescott. That's the worst cares? contract, by the way. Foles. It's terrible. Like, you it's talk terrible shit on contract. Dak's oh, Nick, contract all Nick, you want. Nick but. Foles is on the Colts. He's not going to get any playing time this year. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's not going down. They... Indy has a very good offensive line. It would be shocking to see Matt Ryan go down this year. Unless he's just like an age-related situation. He's only 36. He's, he's been around for a long time, but yeah. he's not that old. He looked 1,000 yesterday in that fucking game against the Texans. He didn't play in the preseason either. God, Do you offer awful. the war chest for Davis Mills? No, I don't know no. who that is. The quarterback of the Texans. Um, no, you don't do any. I, I, exactly. I, Jimmy G, I think, is your only option to keep the season afloat. And if not, just tank the rest. Of I actually the think Foles. Season. I think Foles is a good option too. He's out of conference, and there's a there's not a great chance he's going to see a lot of playing time this year. Maybe, and you know, you wouldn't have to give up much for Foles, I guess. No, um, I was a man in Philly too. That might be available. Jalen Hurts, get rid of him. No, uh, no, Jalen Hurts, the backup. Minshew start. What about Tebow? Is he still out there? Right. Wait. Yes. Ross, he's, how, he's won a playoff game. How fucking quickly would you become a Cowboys fan if Minshew started slinging it in fucking Arlington? I, it's. I, I think the Cowboys are hopeless. Whereas I actually think the Eagles are a pretty goddamn good team. Mm-hmm. And I think with Minshew, I would convert and be an Eagles fan. And uh, is it fly Eagles fly? A lot of problems with our offense, huh? What's that? Was there a lot of problems with our offense? This I Sunday? just don't. I still don't believe in Jalen Hurts. You guys played the Lions, so relax. Mm-hmm. It's the Lions mm-hmm. for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions are going to win three games this year. So come talk to me when you guys play the Chiefs or somebody viable. But in the meantime, you will go up against the Cowboys without their quarterback. And if they don't get somebody, that's two wins on your schedule right there. I think so we'll play the Vikings this week. So we'll find out a lot. Yes, you will. Because the Vikings look pretty fucking good. Is it at the Vikings or is it at? Uh... Not sure. Okay. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Raiders, Chargers, Raiders of the Raiders. Uh, Herbert. Looks as good as advertised. Um, Derek Carr looks like Derek Carr. Uh, Devontae Adams still couldn't snap this guy out of a fucking funk. Um, he had, what, 9 million yards yesterday or, or 141, yeah. 10 catches out of that guy. Uh, he's a real car fire of a quarterback, for oh, sure. Oh, boy. Speaking of car fires, you see the one in uh, Miami? No, wait, what, which one? What? It was a uh, grill that exploded. Oh, was that at Miami? Okay, that was Miami. Oh, I, I, thought, see that. I thought maybe uh, Hillary Clinton had thrown a bunch of blackberries into a car and set it on fire. <laughs> no, no. This was an actual grill fire that melted 13 cars. It would be funny <laughs> if they did randomly find like 100 blackberries in the car that Ruggs slammed into. <laughs> oh, it would be great. Uh, but this, uh, this Chargers team is really fucking good. Man. Herbert was sharp, man. He had a couple, uh, two of the passes. So he was 26 for 34. So only eight incomplete passes. And two of those were not necessarily his. Well, two of them were drops. And then at least one more of them. I can't remember if, if there were more, but I, I was tracking on it for a while. At least one more of them was uh, he was getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. So really only his fault, five incomplete passes. This is a very complete football team. They have a great offense mm-hmm. and a great defense. And well, the run game looked like shit, but Vegas is pretty decent at the at run defense. But their run game looked terrible. Yeah. I mean, they got a pretty decent defense. It was, it was a good, hard-fought game. Uh, didn't want to bet on it, but uh, here we are. The Chargers defense is actually top two in the league, oh, I think. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And they were if, amazing. if their run game hadn't sucked yesterday along with what Herbert did, I don't think Vegas scores over 10 points. They, they, they score, uh, uh, especially that, well, I guess it would be 13 because that last uh, uh, six points they scored in the, fucking, in the fourth quarter. 
That mattered because like they went for two, would have made it a three point game. Also had the ball back, could have won the game outright. Maybe, but you know that's what I'm saying. The Chargers defense was on the field for too fucking long towards the end of the game because they can't run clock. Yeah, because they, they weren't able to run the fucking ball. I mean, Eckler is supposed. To, everybody's like, this is Eckler's breakout year. 14 carries for 36 yards is not very breakout against like a meh. against the Vegas is decent they're like middle of the pack right at, at at run defense which is fine but like you should get more than 36 yards off of them yeah we'll see how they they turn out but uh meh, so far so good for the chargers uh today's show once again is brought to you by mybookie.com promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars uh i've got shit a six game teaser tonight the last team left is uh denver denver broncos are playing at seattle Minus six and a half in the teaser. I've got them. It's uh, plus a half a point. All they have to do is tie for me, and I win $1,650 tonight. And then I also bet, shit, if you were following on Drinking Bros Sports and Facebook last week when I posted the NFL picks, uh, I'll say that was my lock of the week, was, was Denver minus six and a half, and I have a grand on that. Uh, bet with us or against us on my bookie dot com promo code drinking bros doubles your deposit up to a thousand dollars get off the couch and into the action with mybookie.com promo code drinking bros will double that deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars switch on over to college football uh we'll start with texas versus alabama dan and i were there that was uh the hottest game i think i've ever been to no you and i were at the the other hottest game too it was a night game same place it was uh longhorn stadium Jesus Christ, man. Put a fucking dome or something on that place. Yeah, dude. it sucks. That's a horrible place to watch football. Fuck, dude. It's, uh, and it's a bad place to tailgate. I know, Delcom, I'll give you <laughs> some love here. You've said it for years on this show. That's, uh, that stadium is just not conducive to tailgating. It's true, man. What the fuck is going on there? Uh, I mean... They just built too many parking garages? No, like, it's just one of those situations where Texas has all like this big money like alumni base. That just isn't dedicated to like drinking beforehand. I don't know. Also, let's be honest about what UT is at this point. It's a it's, it's like a, going to a pro game. It's a city university. Yeah, this isn't a college town. This is a school in a city in a massive city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not it's not the type of thing where that stadium has like a massive dedicated situation around it. That stadium's just in the middle of the fucking city at yeah. this point. Yeah. It is, uh, um, and everything like it, around it is super expensive. All those garages are super expensive. You got to pay for spots for tailgating. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not made for like. Right. Even know, getting y- out of there, full people trying to tailgate. No, even getting out of there was like two hours out, and it was like great. Everybody left their fucking cars and just jumped in Ubers. And keep in mind, like back in the day, even in the nineties, there were a lot of fields around the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of places to tailgate, parking lots, fields, blah, blah, blah. That's all fucking gone. It is. As Austin has exploded, that's every ounce of usable fucking real estate around that stadium has been gobbled up and it's all fucking gone. So you can't really tailgate anywhere. I mean, there's a little bit, there's not none, but like all the fraternities and sororities, for example, they all have their tailgates at their houses, which does, doesn't sound crazy off the bat, but it, it's, it, you, it is a like it's a far over walk. a mile walk. Yeah, I was over say, a mile it's a very and a half far walk, walk, especially in that heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like it, it is a, that all those houses shit a long way away. Like there is no next to the stadium tailgating except for like people with a decent amount of money. Yeah, and then to what Dan was saying, um, as far as uh, victims at the game, there was four hundred and sixty three 
people that uh, EMTs had to treat due to heat exhaustion. I it was I, I guess it was one twenty on the field or one twenty two at one How point. How the fuck was it one twenty on the field? It was, like, it was only like ninety degrees. 90, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the humidity was crazy. It like turf, it, right? it, it was about a hundred. Yeah, field turf. Yeah, yeah. So it was black beads. They just God absorbed damn it, dude. all of fuck that field it's turf. Like it's weather, by the way. basically, it's it, it was hot as fuck in the stands. Like it, it was miserable. Uh, let me ask you this: Bama jumped out to a ten three lead. Uh, I think Bama just had an off day based on the circumstances of the heat and then waking up early. Dan and I saw the buses came in. The buses rolled in at 8.15, and they came right by us with the Bama kids on it. They're all wiping sleep out of their eyes at 8.15, and one of the alumni turned to us because we had a hard AF seltzer party and said, why are they coming in at 8.15 in the morning? I'm like, your fucking game is at 11, dude. What, else, what, what other time would they come into the stadium? Mm-hmm. So those kids probably had to get up at 5.30 or 6 a.m., they jumped out to a 10-3 lead. Then it was stagnant. Nobody scored for, you know, a couple quarters for Quinn Bama. Ewers gets driven to the ground. He's out for four to six weeks now. So yeah. if there was a positive factor, I thought he looked pretty good. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And also Gary Patterson locked down um, Bryce, Bryce Young. Young for like the majority of the game. So that, that was it, like a big time hire. Their defense is good. Yeah, um, he did. I mean, so here's a couple of key stats. Alabama on third down, five for 15, 33%. That's much lower than they're used to. Yeah. I think they average 65% on third down. Um, 15 penalties for Alabama. Tons. Yeah. And they missed and a they, couple there, more There are at least six additional penalties. I was looking at a Twitter yesterday, or earlier this morning. There are at least six additional like major penalties. A face mask, the fucking safety in the end zone, a couple of other, like six events. So maybe it wasn't all penalties. But there are there at least two or three other penalties in there you're, oh, you're getting up close to 20 penalties for an alabama team nick saban right now is they didn't get a day off i promise you no, that. no. they got yelled at yesterday they're yep. getting yelled at today I they were mugging the texas receivers too like there's so many non-calls with pass interference um hudson card towards the end was just playing on one leg he got hurt too but he was still kind of just yeah. limping around yeah. dude i think honestly at, at some point the Bama cornerbacks are just like you can't call it every down that's what they did yeah yeah like, <laughs> they're, they, they're like you just can't call our bluff. Yeah. Do you think so? Let me ask you guys. Do you think Bama uh, after after watching this game? Do you think they're beatable, or did they just have an off game? Because to me, at the end, when they were down, they turned it on, and it was like the Warriors. It was like, all right, I guess we'll win this game. I think. Fuck it. You underestimate Texas having dudes. Really? Texas. Texas has they have guys. a lot of athletes. Uh, not, not, they may not have the system or whatever the fuck else. Sorry, good got, coach. Yeah, he is, but it's early, right? They have athletes there, and you could tell, like, that last drive, they were this close to fucking stopping Alabama on one of those, on that last play before they got a first down. This close, and that would have been the game. Bryce Young took off the game yeah, on, that, on that play yeah, for that long uh, run. And, and to be honest, they probably missed a call on that one. So it's like, are they beatable? Yes. And they were beatable last year, too, and, but mm. then they yeah. went to the national championship game. I was saying, yeah. I've been saying this all weekend. Like They did this exact same thing, basically, against Florida last year, and Florida mm. sucked yeah. last year. But also, yeah, but Bama all... doesn't have the receivers this year that they usually do. I get that. I get all that. They don't have the weapons. They don't have this. They don't have that. We hear that about Bama every fucking year. But they lost like, that it's... game to A&M last year, so it's like when Bama, when Bama... I feel like when Bama's obviously going to win a title every year that I've seen them win a title. It's been obvious from game one throughout the entire season. Most years that they win a title, they have a loss. Sure, but like, yeah. it's not like to Texas, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> they didn't lose. And they might did, be time like, to put some respect on Texas. It's Maybe. not. It uh, is. No, it's not. It is. It is. And A&M looked like shit, too. We'll get there, I guess. 
Yeah, we'll get there now, actually, uh, because App State pulled off another shocker. Uh, the craziest part about this, if you watch the show on a daily basis, is uh, uh, yesterday's show, we had some fans in from App State, yeah. uh, and we were talking to them about beating Michigan and how it was the greatest game of their lives. Not in a million years did I think they would beat Texas A&M in college station, at yeah. home, and then Boone went nuts. They fucking all ran the streets. Started jumping on cop cars, everything else, rightfully so. Especially after losing the heartbreaker to North Carolina the week before. Yeah. yeah. They're a really good they should be fucking football team. They actually should. No. And they should be ranked. They should be 2-0 and they should be ranked. I'm, I agree. What was the game? How did they get in? 55-58 or some shit like that? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. was a wild State, one. like dropped a two-point conversion. It was like 63-61. They, they mm. missed two two-point conversions. They did, but the first one was really egregious. Yeah, but the second one, they shouldn't have a chance because the fucking dude res- recovers the onside kick, returns it for a touchdown instead of going down and yeah. killing the clock. It's hilarious. Giving App State the ball d- down eight. By the way, so App State last week gave up, what, 63 points to North Carolina? Yeah. How the fuck Texas A&M only scored a sc- scored twice, scored two touchdowns? Yeah. That is insane. Because Drake May is that guy. I, I would be, I would, <laughs> my mind would be, I would have just killed myself. I would have dug a Hitler bunker and put a fucking bullet in my brain. Just start doing meth for six weeks and then bullet. Yeah, Drake May yeah. for North Carolina right now leads the nation in yards and touchdowns. What's a worse loss, App State or to Marshall? Because Marshall, Marshall beat Notre Marshall, Dame. Marshall. Okay. Marshall. App State's done this before. Yeah. Marshall yeah. only did it in that movie. <laughs> With McConaughey? Come on now. Yeah. Sunbelt. But they lost to a plane in that same movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, you can't just give them full credit. That's Here's true. the worst part about this loss, by the way, the most embarrassing part for AM. And I need to bring this up on the show. Like, it's been talked about on Twitter, but everyone needs to know. Our listeners need to know. Um, Every Friday, because Texas A&M is a weird cult, um, they have what's called Yale practice. Okay. uh, Where their male cheerleaders uh, gather the biggest losers in College Station at the stadium. And they have what is essentially like a youth ministry service, but for football. Is that real? Mm -hmm. Do I have to fact check this? You can check it. Are you familiar with uh, the Texas A&M fire? situation yeah where they fucking burned something to the ground and then a bunch of kids died no they, they built a to... big bonfire and it yeah. it, it uh it, they it didn't burn one... it to the ground it was oh, structurally unsound yeah, it collapsed yeah, yeah, yeah. And it collapsed and yeah. so anyway they have yell practice every friday it's a big thing before the game and their fucking yell leaders or whatever get up there on the mic and they sound like a fucking youth pastor so they have a, a pep rally yes yes but it's only for dudes no, I mean, chicks, no, it's for both. Because you said the yeah. like cheerleaders are running it. It sounds yeah, like the it's dude, for dudes. I mean, it probably is mostly dudes. It's, okay. Women aren't showing up for male cheerleaders, no, bro. Let's never, never do. That's for, for closeted gay males yeah. to potentially well, come out and that, find a mate. It's either that or it's like he's opening up for Jordan Peterson. <laughs> right? It's one of the two. Yeah. So uh, they did this whole thing, and this guy had the, one of their yell leaders had this just like cringe little comedy routine roast of Appalachian State. He's like, and it's not even good because he's like, y'all, I didn't even know what App State was. I had to Google it first off. You don't know what App State is? Have you only watched college football for like a fucking year? Now, did he sound like he was gay? Did he sound like it? Uh, Can we kinda. get the where's the video? Well, oh, well here's the glad here's, you brought it yeah, up. Here's the whole point of the story. He's not from South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, that text, whatever. So anyway, this was going viral because obviously all his jokes about App State did not age well. Yeah, accordingly. Texas A&M files a copyright claim on that video, gets it pulled off of Twitter today. It is gone from the internet. It no Somebody, longer exists. It's on Reddit. 
Yeah, yeah. It's still Somebody up there has it somewhere. But A&M but... is trying to get the video scrubbed. Yes. Okay, well, I am no longer uh, going to support A&M's bullshit. Because <laughs> that's, that's fucking weak. Yeah. yeah. It's weak yeah. as shit. I'm with you, dude. Pathetic. I'm with you. Uh, Notre Dame lost their quarterback. Uh, he is out for the year. That, that Buckner kid is out for the year. Uh, Freeman is now 0-3. But to be fair, as a head coach. It, it would not have mattered. Nope. Notre Dame just sucks. Yes. Ohio State had kind of a down first week. As, you know, uh, Stroud just does that. He's going to start off slow. He's like Mark Teixeira or some shit. He's going to hit right. 180 in fucking May. Who cares? Because he's going to hit 350 the rest of the way. Uh, Notre Dame sucks. Yep. That entire program sucks. <sighs> Fuck them. I'm, I, I'm, I'm well, with you. Now it's your fucking guy's problem because you got to cover the Yeah, this is the outside the, the top Dane, 25. Welcome. They'll be there the rest welcome of the year. Outside the top 25. They're bounced, uh, but there you, was a you ton should of great games. You should send them a fucking letter, like a paper mail, like, hey, welcome to the outside the top 25. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Actually, let's send certificates to Blue Bloods when they make outside the top 25. <laughs> you should. You should. Uh, that Baylor BYU game was every bit as advertised. Uh, we, uh, by the way, college wise, this week we're always honest about our bets here. I lost my fucking ass yep. on college Same. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The only way that I can be above is is this fucking teaser in the NFL because they did pretty well in the NFL. I lost my ass on this shit. Uh, this Baylor BYU game is what we thought it was. That was a great game. That went into to double OT. Uh, that Kentucky Florida game I didn't get to see what great. happened in that game. Um, essentially, kind of what I said would happen, which is that Kentucky has a good enough defense that they were going to expose that Florida was a little bit one-dimensional. Like, mm. AR-15 <clears throat> can't just run around. Well, that's what I wondered after week one. I was like, all right, so I saw the game. It was just that kid. How do you not look and, at the film and then just stop him and you're right. good? That, they do, because Kent- now they have film on them. Yeah, right. now they have film. And also, Kentucky's used to playing in the swamp. Utah's not. Mm. So it's a little bit of an, I guess, easier place to play for Kentucky. But it really was just... Uh, Dude, Kentucky's got a great defense, and, and and it's rich, and it's a defense that uh, it's a good front seven, like good linebackers and stuff, especially. So like, it's just not. It's kind of Anthony Richardson's worst nightmare in terms of matchups. Well, out of all these games, by the way, don't sleep on USC. Um, they keep creeping up, and uh, and they they beat Stanford pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, they Stanford's were up, bad. They were up thirty five to. I, dude, the spread was low. I won, actually won that That's one. That's because Stanford is always a weird place to play for people, especially USC. USC has dropped some some kind yeah. of yeah, the questionable games there. But to be frank, UFC, USC has only got a win against uh, I think Utah, yeah, and then Notre Dame for their last game to make the CFP. They only, they only have to win those Oregon. two games. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck yeah, it doesn't matter. They're, they're <laughs> Look, in, man, It's they're still in. the trap 12. It's still yeah. fucking... Yeah, anything can happen with Oregon, yeah. If they, uh, if they bring... Out of the whole Oklahoma, Oklahoma team over there, I yeah. said this in preseason, <laughs> I had them in my CFP for that reason. That's fucking easy over there. Yeah, like, yeah Oklahoma but check this would out. lose to Kansas State over Yeah, here. Check, check this out about Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley. Not that good, so... But what's worse? The Pac-12. So you're in the Pac-12 the rest of the year, and you have Notre Dame. That's your only out-of-conference game. Notre Dame is awful. They're done this year. I, I think they roll through the CFP. Tennessee-Pittsburgh called that one. That was fun. Uh, Tennessee, dude. I'm glad they're back. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. They're not back. They're not, back. Yeah, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. I, you had well, them in the CFP. The Slovis got hurt. He's gone. Like, that's it. The Slovis is done. Yeah. Let me tell well, you. Pitt's done. That's it. That's our whole team. Because they lost because he, he got hurt. Let me tell I you. I understand, but their team is done. Let me, let me explain something about Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee's not back, and they're going to lose to Alabama and Georgia by a combined, like, 80 points. 
Like, they are going to get butt-fucked by both of those teams. I know everyone's like, oh, Bama looked a little questionable this week. It doesn't matter. Tennessee ain't back. Tennessee- well, hopefully they are kind of back because I have a, a ticket on Hendon Hooker to win the Heisman. And we're, we're going to the game in a couple 80 weeks. 80 to 1. Oh, do you really? Yeah, because I know he's <laughs> like a barstool guy, so I know he's going to get that push. Oh, yeah. He sure will. So if he puts up numbers in Heupel's offense, he'll at least be in New York. Eh, it's fun to watch. He had 325 and two touchdowns. Um, Pitt is out, though. They're done for the year. Uh, and they win the ACC, and Tennessee's better than advertised. You can make an argument for Pitt in. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see there. Now they're done. Uh, they're done. Their quarterback's out. Uh, Ole Miss rolled. Uh, Wake Forest rolled. Clemson played Furman. Sure did. Right? Uh, Furman. No. Oh, yeah. Furman. Where Furman. Michael Corleone went to school. <laughs> it's like a private school in Greenville, South Carolina. Isn't it like, uh, like 2,000 fucking people? Yeah, yeah it's D2. Yeah. Military adjacent. Fun fact. Someone at this table, their school lost to Furman once. Recently. Uh, who's I that? actually got this shirt from a man that went to Furman. Did you really? Are you yeah. trying to change the subject? Was it UCF that lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went zero and twelve that year. So yeah, and we'll we'll close with that. UCF lost on Friday night to yeah. Louisville. Awesome. Wait, no, no, we're not closing yet because no, for, no, for college football. No, Clemson lost or uh, played Furman and they scored thirty five points against fucking Furman. Also, nobody was expecting anything from UCF. I told you they're going to lose the Louisville Navy, and uh, I think I picked one. They're going to go nine and three. The number fifth ranked team in the country yeah. played an FCS team, sure did, and beat them by seventeen points. Yeah. That is 23. fucked. Yeah. Or 23 points, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was doing the math oh, backwards. That's not good. No, I yeah, don't think Clemson's, Clemson's very good. And ukulele, uh, he put up some fucking padded stats, but he still threw an what interception. What were they? He still threw an interception against Furman. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what were they? What did he end up with? Uh, he had, he was 20. He had, two, he had 231 yards yeah, against he's Furman. He's 21 for 27 <laughs> for 231. He's no. going to get benched. Klubnik's coming in. I think so. He, he was one for four in that game. I mean, Westlake boys Cade, coming yeah. in. Don't let Furman get hot, I guess. But uh, everything else that this week pretty much went to I schedule. I mean, Houston right? lost. Uh, eh. They did, time. but we we Those, didn't bet that. That was I'm, the G five school that everybody was hyping up. But I Houston couldn't do it. Even when Houston's really good, they typically bounce in and out of the top twenty five. Yeah, Dan is a wild card. Yeah, couldn't do it. Uh, feels like Georgia and everybody else. What, why I like this weekend minus being well, a gambler. Wisconsin got beat by Washington State. That was a surprise. Yes, not going yeah, but I, I don't know that anybody had Wisconsin doing a lot this no, year. No, we've been down playing them all year, but yeah. I didn't think they were bad I mean, enough to lose to the to fucking the Cougars. West. Yeah. yeah, but is is that is they that, probably still are? I would assume. Yeah, yeah. probably. I mean, the, Nebraska's in the West, and Nebraska lost to uh, Georgia Southern. Sure man. did. Sure did. It's well, all over. Are, Scott Frost, Frost is, is gone. Dead. Frost is dead. R.I.P. to Scott Frost. I can't believe that they wouldn't sit on that fifteen million just three more weeks. Nah, just get it out. Just get it done. It's like boy, that's it's awful. Like, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Leaking Brady's retiring a couple of days early so he doesn't get his money. That's the only reason Brady's <laughs> even playing this year. Also, I don't know why, but it is out there that Nebraska is interested in drink. Who? I saw that, yeah. Who? They're interested in the head coach of Mizzou. Yeah. Who keeps failing upwards. He was at App State, didn't have a really good year at App State. Got the I think Mizzou he went job. 11 and 1 at App State. They that weren't year. with other guys. Other players. Was okay, it was a good year, though. I don't know what. I don't think it was a great year. Yeah, 11 and ones. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> failed up to Mizzou. He's been an absolute travesty at Mizzou. They yeah. get fucking housed by Kansas State this week. Bad, bad week. Yeah, they shout, got destroyed. Shout out to all the uh, Drinking Bros uh, sports Facebook uh, commenters who are, I guess, K State t shirt fans, which is grim. It shows a real lack of self-esteem to be a K-State oh, t-shirt fan. Oh, look at that. What, what, you played a theme song in there, dude. I thought that was the butt. I was wanting to give him the eh on that. 
<laughs> Either way, that still worked. Yeah, it still played, and I was proud of you for it. You didn't. You didn't have to say anything. Um, but uh, yeah, Missouri is all done. UCF is all done. At least <laughs> yeah, both but... of you guys can't talk shit to one another on on your show this week because I mean, we, both of you we, lost. We, we, we also didn't expect anything of our teams. Yeah, but so Nebraska. Let's take Nebraska. Well, yeah. do, you, do you expect anything of Nebraska ever? I do now because here's what's going to happen. All right. Urban Meyer is going to come coach Nebraska, and he's going to dress like <laughs> what's his nuts, Osborne. Tom Osborne. He's going to yeah. start. He's going to wear the whole Tom Osborne look and just completely become him. And then people, like three or four years from now, are going to be like, uh, "What? Did you fist some girl's asshole in a bar when you were married?" And the NFL is like, "Oh, that's not me. I'm Tom Osborne." He's just going to completely transition over to Tom Osborne. I have a theory on Urban. I think he's out for two years. Texas continues to be Texas, and then he comes and coaches Texas. No, Sark's going to make the program. He's terrible. Relevant. He's, He's fucking terrible. terrible. Sure was. He was He's, our offensive coordinator for yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, when he was drunk. And he He's drove that. Now. Oh, fuck him, dude. <laughs> fuck him. He was at USC drunk as well. I'm on, What do you think? He's going to stay sober in, yes. at, at, in Austin? Not one fucking prayer. There's a million distilleries here. He's, He's probably in the of bottom of one right now. now. Is he really? Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. What'd dude. you say? Bill W. Isn't that what's called when you're in the program? Oh, yeah. 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 Good for him. His wife's going to keep him on the straight and narrow. <sighs> gross. Absolutely fucking gross there. He does I, have a hot wife. Urban's going to come back and win. Uh, but it was fun to see. At least there's some parody in college football, minus Georgia. Uh, Georgia looks pretty goddamn good through week two. I know that's a big overreaction, but that's what we do on the I don't, fucking I don't, show. I don't think so. You don't think Georgia looks that No, great? you can tell. Like, when a team is legit, we were talking about it earlier when uh, – uh, when Florida State back in the day was really good, when they were actually a really good football team, their first couple, like two or three games, where two, one or two of them would be against either FCS teams or shitty fucking uh, uh, Division One teams, they would score 60 to 75 points, somewhere in that range. They would just light people the fuck up. That's what Georgia's doing on both sides of the ball right now. I don't care. Like, Oregon, that's a big win for them, and it's a trap 12, who the fuck knows, and they played... And FCS school this week. Oregon's but, favored this week against BYU. But, by the way, yeah. which is crazy. crazy. Three and a half. But it's no, like, at home. Not with, crazy, but it's teams that mm. are fucking like that are feeling themselves and are like have a dominant squad. This is how they perform against this stuff. I don't know. Georgia looks fucking good. Well, and the, the other yeah. thing with that too is like before they won the national championship last year. Like you could say, like the two three years before that, like when they lost to Texas in one of the and, it was and their New York Six Bulls. Well, it wasn't yeah, but it, and it was just the type of thing where it's like I don't know, can Kirby do it or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like we're tired of hearing about recruiting classes, but here's what happened: all those recruiting classes that Kirby was getting every year that were smashing records in yeah. terms of like stars and <clears throat> shit like that and rate overall class ratings. Those classes are now playing, yeah. And f- like a that fir- that one of them already got the whole class got fucking drafted in the NFL. Now this is just another one of those classes yeah. up next. <clears throat> it's this that's what it is. Like they fully if Kirby's system and t- dudes are fully in there. Also to go back to your USC point, um, I'm gonna call my shot in two weeks. They're losing to Oregon State in Corvallis. Oh, they play at Corvallis. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Not a prayer. They're no, gonna. I will prayer. put. I will bet. I'll bet you whatever you want. Okay. You take USC, I'll take Oregon State. Uh, that's fine. I'm I'm way down with that. I'm beyond down okay. with that. You yeah. have to get your eyebrows shaved and get Chola eyebrows tattooed. We're not doing eyebrow shit. Why not? Have you ever done that before? I'm it not doing like eyebrows. What about it, my, ha- did it happen to you? What about a really professional microblade? <laughs> I'll do uh we can do the bleach hair bet, run that back. Oh, would you bleach it? I'll bleach my hair. Would you go Giorgio? George now Giorgio's up. Giorgio there. Now he's smiling. Blonde Dan? Yeah. Two okay. blonde ambitions back no. behind the, would you, the desk. Would you also do beard? 
Um, Blonde he beard? shaves and regrows his beard like on a regular basis yeah, yeah. now. That's not even a big deal. He can regrow it now. I just want you to look like a fucking diehard villain for a week. <laughs> <laughs> or like Archer in season two when he pretended to be gay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just got to wear a tight t-shirt that says slut on it. All for, right, fine. I, w- I will do this. I will go blonde on blonde. I'll go blonde versus blonde for that game. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Oregon State versus USC. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks. We'll go. I'll go blonde for fucking, that. For sure. He's going to end up calling in a fucking for bomb sure. threat at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll swap on over to the UFC. What a wild fucking Friday night with weigh-ins. Uh, they ended up switching the card there. Uh, Giorgio, did you watch the fights on Saturday nights? I did. Which one was your favorite, Ross? Nate Diaz. Come on, man. I, it, look, I have a soft spot for Nate Diaz. He's always fought his ass off. Um, and when he flexed, and had a submission at 2.09. Like, it, the whole place fucking erupted. It was great. I wanted to see that guy leave on a high. And I think if he would have fought uh, Homeboy, uh, like he was originally supposed to, we got his, his head torn off. Yeah. And if you hear some of his interviews, the CT is really kicked in for that guy. And uh, dude. Is it the CT or the weed? Like, how much weed do you have to smoke? What do you think? You're the, you're the one that should be able to answer that question. Yeah, what do you think? If no, the weed too, hadn't I'm, already destroyed your brain. Exactly. Like, I'm too close to the situation. I could have CTE or weed brain. Like, I, yeah, that's true. I enjoyed the... Uh, I, this should have been the matchup the entire time, though. Like I him, agree. A, a guy like Diaz, who is unpredictable, but also a submission specialist against a guy like Ferguson, who will do whatever the fuck. Like, if a gorilla came in here and fight, he'd be like, hey, gorilla, how you want to fight? Then that's the fight we're going to fight. Yeah, fun fights. That's, yeah. That's, fun. That's, Otherwise, he was going to get squashed. Yeah. Yes. Who, and what's the fucking point? I, I've been saying this forever. It's not... The, the, because of the way UFC works, people seem to only give a fuck about the up-and-comer people. Like, oh, he could be champion someday. Or uh, uh, the actual current champion. But that's not really... No other sport really works that way. No, I, no. I think a lot of individual sports work that way. That's how no, te- that's how, how tennis and golf work. But no, no, UFC is also I, different too. I, I disagree with that completely because I mean, like there's, I mean all the big names in UFC are not either title holders or they're on a losing streak. I mean, you have McGregor, you have um, Gaethje. All these big time uh, guys are not actually nobody, champions. Nobody wants to watch Gaethje fight. Yeah, they do. Fight. Yeah, why? I do. Because he's gets... fun as hell. I'm well, a t- I mean, he's a funny guy. If he was fighting somebody like Ferguson, funny, I would fun. watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah. a casual UFC fan. What you said is true. Like those are the guys that I like to watch. I like to Chandler. watch Nate Diaz. I like to watch Street Jesus. I like to those watch Chandler. Com- like that, I like that to watch generation McGregor. Is on its way out. Like we're migrating past that. Like the Contender Series athletes. Like we're getting to know who these guys are, younger and younger. And you know, sure, you want to talk trash. You want to be the guy so who knows the about old the guys who's fight each other. Champion. What I guess they what I'm, do that in bare knuckle. What I'm saying is the UFC only promotes the top. But as far as how much they get paid and shit, you know what I mean? Right. Like you don't really start making any money until you're a big deal there, but that's not the case. Like if you're a great performer at any stage in your career, in most sports, you you can still make good money. And it's not true in UFC. Like typically speaking, your first five to 10 fights, you're not getting paid shit. And Dana had to stick up for that at the, at the presser afterwards where yet another person asked him about fight pay. And uh, he said, well, he lied. Fuck off. Yeah. He, he, he gave them a lot of extra money for switching the card up. Oh, he did. Yeah, he whatever. I was going to ask. What, yeah, what do you think that was behind the scenes? I definitely got some extra points. There was probably a solid fifty k, just like a number. More than that, around. probably. Kevin Holland was like talking like he got paid, paid. No, that's what I'm saying. I think I think they just slid extra, like large amounts of money. Like everyone got a fight bonus, basically, and then they probably got some points on it too. Okay. 
Yeah, because everybody seemed way too happy to go along with that the night before. And it's like, dude, if you're not training for that guy. Everyone was super happy about that. They I, were amped. I honestly think if, if, the, first, if, the, if the original card had stood and Chamayev would have fought uh, Diaz, I really did think Diaz was just going to walk out, ding, ding, tap the mat, and walk the <laughs> fuck out. Like, seriously, yeah. just not, not because he doesn't want to fight, because fuck you, Dana. Yeah. I mean, he definitely doesn't want to fight that guy. So do we want to talk about what we learned? But also, Nate, after the fact, doesn't burn any bridges, keeps the door open, talks Dana up, talks UFC up. Uh, he, he did. It was a great speech at the end, yes. It was very professional in the way that, like, yes, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do my own thing, but in case, you know, I, I ever get down financially, I can come back. Right, right. I, I thought he did what he should. Uh, I thought he was a professional at the end, and I thought he would have double-birded Dana and walked out, and he didn't. Uh, he was very professional at the end. What did we learn, Giorgio? Which one of these two submissions was your favorite, Ross? Did you prefer the uh, Dars from Hazmat Jemaya or the guillotine from Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. I, I just, you, you flex, dude, on the way so, out. So it was more the celebration? Yes, you dude. Didn't even, you didn't even like the submission? It's not that. It's, I genuinely like Nate Diaz, and I enjoyed watching him fight over the years. To see him ground? go out. No, not on the ground. But to see him go out like that, it, it was just a fucking hero cool moment. Like, I just enjoyed it. It Jemaya was fun to watch. Mauled another man. I think I believe it's the fourth fight where he absorbed zero strikes. Yeah. And he shot right off the bat. I mean, the, the fight was only two minutes long. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that Kevin Holland lasted that long is impressive. Well, the, too. Whole, the whole fight was he, t- he literally took an immediate shot and got on to Kevin. Didn't even know f- striking exchanges. Got to his back and held him behind him. Holland tried to escape with a couple Grambies. Hazmat stayed with him, stayed with him, stayed with him. He tried to escape again. Went around front. I was surprised though. I thought Darst. Chimaev was going to let the ego get to him, and he's going to try to stand with Kevin Holland. That, that's that's what I wanted to bring up. Did we learn from Hamzat that he's willing to stick to a game plan? Well, he did, but it, it, it if even for only two minutes, which is longer than some people. Are gonna and he got to kick Kevin Holland in the chest backstage. So Rick James style. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he the uh, ESPN interviewed his head coach, Chimaev's head coach. And he said the reason that he stopped his weight cut is because he was having health issues with his weight cut, right? He's a bigger guy. He's, he's, he, it's a, probably a struggle for him to get down there. So why do it anymore, I guess? Well, no, I guess the question move is, up a weight class. yeah, does he move up? I don't he, know. He fights in both. Oh, well, then he's got to drop the lower one for sure because it looked like he wasn't even fucking trying. He spent more time there. Uh, out of his UFC fights, he's only fought one fight at 185. This fight here at a catch weight, the rest of he's never missed weight before. Well, how does he, he has missed weight before? How does he compete? No, he's never missed weight before. Yes, yes. He, yeah. he had the towel gate. He's missed weight once by half pound. You remember the towel gate? Towel gate with DC. It was kind of a whole hey, big deal. Remember this? He did the, this thing. Yeah, you allowed to miss by half opponent. pound. It was a half pound over the allotted pound. Right. So he well, and fight, he so. had to pay, right? It he wasn't their money out of his purse. He lost some of his purse. Yeah. yeah. So one eighty five is what uh, middleweight, right? Israel Asanya. Is he? Oh, that would be a blast. Alexander uh, Pereira. If he fucking sucks, dude. Let's put him in there. You've well, got I, Alexander Pereira there. Mm. This is going to be a great fight. That's the guy who knocked him out. Correct. Yeah. He looks the Brazilian with the dragon tattoos all over. So him. why not put him up against the winner of those two? That'd be a blast. Well, Chamas got a fight. Uh, they they mentioned him fighting Bobby Knuckles. Robert Whitaker, um, but he said he respects Whitaker too much and he likes Whitaker. Who is the gatekeeper of the 185 division? Because he keeps losing to Izzy. Okay. But he keeps beating everybody else. Yes. But don't you just take the money in the title? Like, I, am I lost here? Like, what am I not he's, seeing? You know, he he's, might not get a title shot right away. 
He might have to do one fight before that title shot. His ranking was high enough at 170 to where he could fight. Uh, this throws a little wrench into the plan, and honestly, Dana's going to be a little yeah, mad. Dana's not going to forget this. Like, he blew Dana, all goodwill he had with Dana. That's what so it seemed like. Dana put him on the He's going to have to fight shot, at least yeah. one more time before a title shot. And yeah, well, I mean, he's still jammed up in that division anyways because you got to fight Colby. Pre- presumably, either Colby or Usman. Usman will get a rematch, or Colby in, in between them will get a fight. And if Leon Edwards wins, and Usman's got to so get a rematch yes, recently, at some point, right? So we could be talking about a full year until... Us- yeah, Usman has gone under the Joe Rogan experience and talked about what he wanted for the roadmap for 170. Mm. He says that Colby is the gatekeeper. He's made nice with Colby or something. I think he just wants everyone to have to go through Colby and like take the damage and like before they get a shot at him. He'll probably beat Leon. He may defend it again after Leon, or he may ride away. He may try to go for the fourth with Leon. You don't think Colby's going to get a shot at Leon first? No, 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 no. no, no he's no, going no. through Why that. Lo- mean- he's still going through that lawsuit with uh, Street Jesus Masvidal. So no, I don't. No. There's certain things that he's not even allowed to do right now. Hmm. While that lawsuit's going but on, but Usman's a little jammed up too because he's in the fucking their their gaming mm-hmm. commission's long term protocol for concussions. So like, how does that work? It, they're just going to run that back, and gonna that's going to be six months from now. It's yeah, not going to be, be in March. Yeah, so Chimaev's just got to wait. Yeah, he'll have to wait then a year. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, at least a, a year out time. for him in that division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. He's, he's better fighter. off going to fight Whitaker. He like, can, who cares he can fight Whitaker. whoever. He's the best fighter in the world. You think so? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that was my final question about Saturday night. Is he the best fighter in the world? Yeah. Uh, besides discipline, coming in at plus eight, like, I don't really know. Well, no, but it's what it's discipline is what made fucking Khabib the best right who like also he, cut a lot of weight yeah he he did on a regular basis too he, he cut never down, missed though he cut down from like 188 all the way down i think it was my just, only concern is he hangs out too much with that loser darren till <laughs> straight bomb well maybe he's slipping him some shit in his chicken or something maybe. uh uh yeah I, I that's do you do you agree with that i think discipline was khabib's best skill uh, like he yeah. was good at everything. He was good at striking. He was good at. I he, mean, he was great at wrestling. But. He followed his game plan to uh, the T every time. Didn't waver. He seemed to be unshaken by emotion. Mm. Did not ever let the moment overcome him. Uh, and Shit. yeah, he's just one of the hardest men on face of the earth. I didn't uh, think about that though. He is besties with Darren Till, and you know the Queen died. So yeah. I wonder how that affected their friendship. It's affecting everybody. Okay, I think that might have affected the fight. Yeah. I thought at one point they were going to bring the coffin in there. I put that meme out on Instagram of me cracking, cracking a smile, and then the queen died like four hours later. Yeah. I, so I, I think take, that had a lot to I do with it. I take full responsibility. You should. You should. Uh, Bob, we'll flop on over to tennis here. Um, I don't recognize any of these people who were <laughs> who the in the fuck final. Are these people? Carlos I, I, Alcatraz or Alcatraz? Alcaraz and Rude. Yeah, Alcaraz, youngest uh, number one ever, major winner of all time at 19 years old. Yeah, also the youngest number one ever. So they're saying he could win 30 majors. Uh, really who? Fun. Any? No, fuck off. With that He's really shit. fucking good. He but. looks like a, a 37 year old. But man. this is like success this early in tennis. You see that on the women's side a lot. Like even like a lot. 15, 16, 17 year olds. But in the men's side, never for a eight, 17, 18, 19 year old to win like that is not not. Common. Nadal was the last one. Yeah, yeah. Nadal was really. He also Spaniard. Uh, really, really good. Really, really young. Um, ironically, Federer was like kind of trash young. Federer was like a surprise. People didn't expect. He him came to on later on yeah. in his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Alcaraz, Alcaraz is awesome. I was actually surprised he won because Rude is like just a really 
I don't know. You can almost he he's very uh, fits like the Northern European stereotype of just being like really sound, like fundamentally like mm. solid guy. Doesn't give any up. Yeah, doesn't give anything up type yeah. of thing. And Alcaraz, his last three fucking matches leading up to the championship went to five sets. Uh, sometimes kind of stupidly so. Like against TFO, he kind of blew that uh, fourth set, which was good because I was rooting for TFO. But uh, um, yeah, Alcaraz, he's really resilient and kind of. He's not like Kyrgios or something where he makes like freak, freak shots, but um, he's just the type of guy that like he can hit it from anywhere. Mm. He can punch back. Like, and a lot of times that's what make, makes the really great tennis players really great is their ability to suddenly counterpunch. Rally. You know is, what I mean? He, the rally, is yeah. he yeah. the future for men's tennis? Because most of those guys are in their mid to late 30s now at this point. The dominant Wait. guy, the dominant guys are other than Kyr- and Kyrgios hasn't he's not a major yet, but like he's exceptional at what he does. He just, his braids a piece of shit. But, yeah, uh, the dominant guys are all old. Yeah. Why yeah. do you They're, hate Kyrgios? Joe, what? Why do you hate him? I don't hate him. He's, 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 he's actually like he's, he's like the J.R. Smith of tennis. Yeah, like, it would be great if he would fucking buckle down and do the right thing. That seems right. yeah. disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> to, to which J.R. Smith? Yeah, to who? <laughs> I, I would say to J.R. Smith. It's um, disrespectful. So. I don't know. He's won one major. That could mean anything. Like Medvedev has a major. Medvedev's really fucking good. And once those guys like super duper age out, uh, you're going to have Medvedev. So Zverev got hurt, what, in the French Open. So he didn't get to play Wimbledon or the U.S. Open. Medvedev was barred from Wimbledon. Um, Djokovic was barred from the U.S. Open and the Australian Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a weird year. Um, Djokovic would have won if he played. So Alcaraz can thank i guess america for that gift yeah um, jo- Djokovic should get uh fr- like a free u.s citizenship just for how he performs at the u.s <laughs> open to be honest like he if he played that every year he would win probably like 80 percent of them yeah jo- i mean Djokovic has been robbed of three majors yeah. twice at the u.s open once with this last tournament anyway yeah. though we'll see i mean like stan varvinka has three majors obviously he's cooked now but there's been dudes who have won or whatever. The next generation of tennis is kind of hard to see. My favorite thing from the U.S. Open was finally, finally. Serena Williams is gone forever. I'm yeah, sorry. thank you. Thank you. Uh, TFO. Finally. And this is like the only American I've had any thought it was promising at all. Like Sam Query's made semifinals. Isner's been around forever. All this fucking bullshit. TFO is the only dude I've ever been like, maybe him. Maybe he can do it. I really hope that's the start of something because he is rad. I love Big Foe. Um, Alcaraz is dope, though. Alcaraz will probably he'll probably win like one or two more, just kind of haphazardly, like the because the field's going to get really wide open. Thin. Well, it's going to get thinner in a couple years once those guys age out. So yeah, um, but I mean, look, I, it depends on what age out means because Nadal is probably going to be the favorite for the French Open for the next three. And he's fucking only years. thirty-four, I believe. No, he's no, 30, no he's, he's thirty-seven. Might, he's thirty-five. Oh, yeah, Nadal? he just turned thirty-five. Okay. Or he's thirty-six. Yeah. So you're only thirty-six. Sure? We have I'm thirty-six. Internet. He's he, but he's a month <laughs> younger than me. So the last time I called him thirty-six, he was thirty-five. Mm, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's thirty-six, and he's always going to be the favorite on clay. Like the only other guy who can touch him on clay are Djokovic and Tsitsipas. Uh, so J- Nadal is probably going to win at least one more major. Um, Djokovic is thirty-four or thirty-five, so he's still punching. And like, yeah. And then after that, to be Met- honest, with his level of discipline there's a decent chance he plays in like all the way up until he's 40 maybe even a little bit after who joker like, yeah yeah and honestly like he needs he's avoided major injury yeah and he's got like he's 
the game he plays, he's got like fucking big Hillary Clinton ankles. Like he play, he's a sturdy base guy. Yeah, he's not a quick twitch guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he's not going to be playing the NBA anytime soon. But at what he does, he's exceptionally good. And the nice thing about him with defense, as as compared, and that's the thing he is. He's a brilliant defender. Yeah. He's the best defender that ever played. And Nadal is probably the second best defender to ever play tennis. The difference is that Nadal. Kind of like Serena Williams when she was brilliant at defense had to has to like chug to the ball, you know yeah. what I mean? Like strong legs chugging to the ball. But Djokovic is like long. He's so like two strides and he's in the other yes. side. He's of like the a fucking, giraffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, yeah, except for his it's his dick and not his neck that's really long. Goddamn right, <laughs> goddamn right. So that's Djokovic- why I couldn't get the. Uh, yep. I was worried about his dick shrinking. And that's a, by the way, you know who didn't retire is Venus. Yeah, because Venus is the same way, and she oh, she's still playing. Yeah, she is the same way. She's very long. She doesn't take. She's like forty one, right? Yeah, yeah. She didn't. Re- she hasn't retired. I think because uh, she was playing this U.S. Open and all that shit. But um, yeah, we'll see. The future is not now yet. Still, because who Joe- is the chick who won? Swetiak, Swetiak, yeah, whatever. Who cares? She's uh, what Austrian or something? She's Swiss. It was Swiss. boring. It was a boring ass <clears throat> final. She played that Tunisian chick. Okay. Nobody, was, nobody knew. Nobody cared. It was just, the it, women's it was, side it was, is not very exciting right now. Unless Coco makes starts yeah. making finals. Like I was, I was joking about Serena being gone, but it's not fun anymore. No, unless Coco Goff comes up, there isn't or really anybody, really yeah. anybody that There's exciting. Coco, on that side. I love Simona Halep, who was one of the favorites to win the women's side, but she is. Unlike Kyrgios, she has a major, but like Kyrgios, she's like kind of a head case. Like, mm. but not she retired same. once and then came back. Halep, yeah, yeah, she's weird. It sucks too because she's actually really fun to watch. She's a brilliant defender as well. Like, just a lot of rallies and stuff like that. But she just like she just won't be there sometimes. Like, just it, it, tennis is a weird sport, man. Like, people will just not show up for a day. It's fucking weird, strange. Uh, and then Danthony, we'll close out with you. Uh, I saw Steph Curry this morning on an interview talking uh, about the Warriors that they discussed internally about trading for KD, and he said he was on board with it at the time. The trade obviously didn't go through. As a Warriors fan, would you have been amped if KD went back to... Uh, no. Okay. No. No. Not at all. And, and why is that? You're all done with his bullshit? That, I am too, for the record. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, they, but they don't need him to win. I agree. As a matter of fact, him being on another team paired up with another superstar is good for them because that wipes that team and a lot of money off the board yep. for them as a challenge in the yep. playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, taking Harden and Kyrie off the yep. board, that yep. was very nice for the yep. Warriors. That was a very brilliant chess move on their part just to let him go. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, think about the Warriors, the construction of their roster. They, they lost uh, a really good defender in uh, uh, Gary Payton Jr. And they lost uh, uh, Otto... Porter Jr. Porter Jr., who like hit a bunch of big threes, especially in the playoffs for them. But the peep, they're getting Jonathan Kaminga and uh, uh, what's his name Wiseman, and and to replace those guys yeah. just up from the G League or out back from injury, one of the two. Like that, those are both upgrades in those two positions, and they just they in the playoffs last year they it was any time they paid attention, the game was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the way through to the fucking finals. I didn't think, even in like Boston, everybody was talking all that shit. I never, for any amount of time, thought Boston was going to win. They don't have a leader on their team. And we ran into this shit a couple of years ago with KD. When you spend that kind of money, it's the problem Aaron Rodgers is having now. When you spend that kind of money on one or two players, and they've already got a couple of max players on their roster, that bench gets real shallow real fast. Mm-hmm. And losing KD and... Losing Katie and Clay like that—that was—that's—that was the worst fear of having just you know a power three or 
three dudes on max contracts like that, I don't think it's a good idea. Well, and then when one goes down, like there's an injury, and KD, yeah. by the way, is injury prone. Like yeah. it's oh, yeah. if there's an injury. Yeah, I, it, I it's actually the most fun part about the current version of the NBA is that like depth is starting to matter again. Mm-hmm. Maybe it always mattered to an extent, but it feels like it matters now more than ever. Well, it's the general managers are acting like it matters. Yeah, which it could be different. Yeah, could be. Yeah, and it's I I enjoy it. I I like seeing um, teams. <clears throat> Yeah, because then it's like you can have three great players, but you need the other guys, and you also in that situation need good coaches. You need all like in the modern version of the NBA, you need all the elements to be able to win a championship. And uh, the Warriors are one of the only teams that have anything even approaching that, to be honest. Yeah, they're way ahead of the curve. I, I yeah. read something interesting the other day. Uh, it was not about basketball, but I feel like all sports are this way, where someone was talking about how the Royals scouting department mm. is one of the worst in the league but they were like but if you went back 20 years it'd be the best in the league uh probably yeah and so the entire i think every pretty much every sport is that way not just in terms of like the general evolution of it but in terms of like everybody's evolved so fucking quickly and somehow the fact that the warriors are still ahead of the curve is is stunning yeah i mean they they are like um <clears throat> if you combined the early 2000s a's with the earth with the mid-2000s red sox like they were a big franchise but, yeah but doing the right shit the entire time yeah yep. and and beating everybody else that's why they've won four and eight years and i expect they'll i don't think they're gonna have a whole lot of problems winning a title this year it's provided there's no major injuries like no, nobody and better yeah. no no team in Who's the nba better and they got wiseman those even, guys coming back not even yeah. better yeah. nobody in the nba no team in the nba is even fucking close the only team that was even close last year really was uh phoenix and uh homeboys chris paul's legs are just fucking done he's right. 38 like, he, he, i think he's gonna turn 38 like, i don't year. i don't i'm looking up and down all the nba rosters from this year there's some young excite like memphis is pretty exciting uh minnesota believe it or not has got a pretty good team cleveland's got a really good team but none of them are even fucking close the only the one I'd be do. worried about if I was the Warriors would be the Bucks. Uh yeah, I mean yeah. if they all come back healthy. Yeah. And Middleton plays well, like everybody else on that roster will do what they do, but if Middleton's healthy, it, that that'll be a, that would be a much more interesting finals matchup in my opinion than the Celtics. 100%. And yeah. like the Bucks are well coached and obviously <laughs> Giannis is kind of a problem in the same way Steph Curry is a problem in different ways, but yeah. it's just like you don't stop either of those guys from doing what they're. But it would do. be great to see a seven-game series with fucking Draymond and Giannis going at it the oh, whole time. Man. That's fucking like classic eighty style basketball where you have a matchup of it's like uh, uh, you, you have uh, uh, what's his nuts Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale against fucking uh, Michael Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just banging down low the whole fucking game. That's that would be really interesting to see. Yeah, it to would. be honest, it would. Uh, I'm glad it didn't happen, but it was cool to hear him open up uh, and tell the story mm-hmm. at least. Uh, lastly, before we get out of here, uh, the head coach of the Jets, Robert Salah, just had a presser, and he said, uh, "We're taking all the receipts on all the people who continually mock and say we're not going to do anything." Well, friends, you're going to need a lot more CPAs because this mm-hmm. is going to be a four-win team tops. So there's going to be a lot of receipts out there. Uh, I feel like handing the IRS like your receipts for fraud. Yeah, it kind of seems a little early in their 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 new rebuild here to start talking shit. <laughs> they're 0 one. I mean, they got killed yesterday. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't they're, understand. Their starting quarterbacks out, and their running backs actually looked really good. Their run game was good. Their defense wasn't terrible, but 
come on, man. Just yeah. relax. No. Pump, pump the fucking brakes. Wait until you're like a game over 500, like eight or nine games into the season, and be like, hey, look, we're outperforming already. Yeah. And yeah. then you can just do that. But you don't need to talk shit after losing game one. And I don't like them talking that type of shit, you know, after disrespecting fireman ed like that on 9-11 by losing so terribly that man's a firefighter sure a new york firefighter sure is and on 9-11 you're gonna do that to him like the day wasn't bad enough yeah they couldn't win on 9-11 for fireman ed and that says everything you need to know about the jets keep all those receipts okay although i believe the uh (laughs) the giants in the locker room post game Mm -hmm. played like a chief keef song that had like a a World Trade Center lyric in it. Sure, Sick. Sure. Oh, I thought you were going to say like he sampled like first responder calls in his. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to say that's why the Giants went for two for both the towers at the end. They but, did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they won the game. They you won the, the game. By the way, uh, back to the Bucks. I was just looking over their roster. You knew who their starting shooting guard will be this year. Uh, Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen. Yeah, oh, let's go. let's go, dude. One Tree Hill. Yeah, let's you know what it. that he's, he's going to cash in a fucking 10, 11 per uh, on the year. He's going to be MVP. No, what he's going to do is is like break Steph Curry's ankles, sure not in the is. basketball way. <clears throat> the better, but use, in the actual, the, like he'll he'll break one of his ankles the, on the court. The better use for him is to definitely let him guard Draymond Green, <laughs> because Draymond Green will be out of every game. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Like, immediately. Draymond Green will immediately punch him in the face within the first five minutes. That might be the only reason they ever signed that dude in the first place. It's an anticipated matchup with the Warriors. Like, hey, if we were going to go up against Draymond, (laughs) like, it's it's either Grayson Allen or maybe, uh, what's his nuts that just signed with the Lakers? Fuck's his name. Oh, uh, Pat Bev. Yeah, Pat Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those two guys getting under Draymond's skin for sure. Yeah. Man, Grayson Allen, unlike J.J. Redick, there will never be a Grayson Allen redemption. Love that him. country. Will I think just, there will. I think well, there he will. can't stop doing shit. I know. Yeah. So, but th- people forget how much everyone hated J.J. Redick. Fucking hated J.J. Redick. <laughs> and now everyone loves him. No one will ever love but Grayson Allen. But I don't know Allen. if they hated I don't think they ever hated him more than Grayson. And I don't think the hate was as justified as for Grayson Allen. Like, he's legit a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he did, like, uh, you know that silly tripping martial art move that you see in, in dumbass 80s movies sometimes where the guy's running at you and you just kick your legs out in front of him and he can't stop himself so he just trips over your legs he actually has done that multiple times yeah and like important games for duke oh yeah like what the fuck he's man? done that he multiple cock shots like i mean he i love him i, I love feel him. like the, i think he's I great for too. the game I love it's, a, it's a blast the, to watch the cock shot i'm not that's look yeah that's because your guy does it too uh, who Draymond? Draymond yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he uh, he only did it after LeBron stepped over him, right? Yeah. The it, worst. He just looks like Ted Cruz. It's fun. A little, yeah. Grayson he looks like Allen young Ted is, Cruz. Like he's fun for the game. I enjoy him. Need a villain, you know? Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. Go to Spotify and do the same. Also, the video for this show is on our Spotify feed. Uh, and it'll come out on Mondays. Uh, meanwhile, we are all in tonight on uh, the Broncos minus six and a half. Wait, is everybody on mybookie.com. There's nobody in? not taking them. No. Yeah, yeah. Minus, we're all in. You're going full the full six and a half. Yeah, we're all in. No, no, I'm going to Seattle. Are you really? Yeah. Are you going to tease it Fuck up to like that, 12 and a half dude. or what? Gino, baby. Oh, uh, gross. Don't, don't, nobody's ever done that. No, Gino Smith. I can't believe he's starting over Drew Locke. That's a Gino's fucking. Gino's good. For what? He's not. Good. He's not no, good, but he's, but he's serviceable. He's, he's fine. fine. This is going to be. There's a- nothing for that 
I mean, I guess the Texans were doing it. But I mean, the Texans at least had like OJ Howard. But yeah, there's nothing for anyone to throw to. He's going to be team. just good enough to lose by three. Look, I mean, he's still in a DK Metcalf. Right? If he loses yeah. by three, I'm fine. I've got a six game teaser. This is the but last leg tonight. You're all in on the six and a half. We got to let Russ cook. Are you going? 12 and a half plus 12 and a half teaser for Seattle. What are you doing, really? No, just six and a half. Seattle covers the, the six and a half. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're saying Seattle covers. That's a bold move. That's a bold move. No, man. I've got a grand on six and a half. I hope it I works out. I really hope it works out for you after the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanks for tuning in, kids. For Danthony, Danthony Holloway, Hot Bob, Delco, Dan, Papa Giorgio. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday morning recap at 6.15 on the East Coast. Good morning, everyone. Yeah.